What's up, you bunch of long-eared dullards? It's us. We're back. I'm Dave. Grant will be here in a second. Relax. Um, new name, new face, new number. Who dis? Um, it's the psycho season, sort of. This is episode one of the fall slash winter, I don't know where I am or what time it is, but it's the psycho season. This is just, it's called this because we're going to be covering an absurd amount of uh, anime over the next several weeks and or months. Um, we're still covering Rings of Power and House of the Dragon, um, but we're also covering My Hero Academia, Spy Family, Mobile Suit Gundam, um, some other shows that have yet to come out, like Chainsaw Man, Two Year Eternity, Mob Psycho Season 3. So much is coming, so make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. Um, we also keep doing the news feed on this show, so just the happenings of the industry. And of course, we finish on the Q&A, our Instagram sensation sweeping the nation that we do on Mondays, Mondays on the Instagram. So follow us there and enjoy. It's here. We've done it. Psycho, Psycho season, season episode has one. Landed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Yeah, we are here. Uh, <laughs> the beginning. Dude, beginning I'm of the end. I'm so preemptively <laughs> tired. For the sake of our future. <laughs> we uh it, it was so funny. We you know, we sat down um Sunday morning and you know, we watched you know, two two of the shows that came out this, this week. And uh I remember just looking at Leanne and be like yeah, this is gonna be our lives like every Sunday going forward yeah. for like <laughs> having to you know block out two hours every day just for new stuff. It's a good amount of stuff. Yeah, and there's and like today is like a half. It's like a good intro to Psycho mm-hmm. Season. We're gonna still cover like the two big hitters right now: Rings of Power and House of the Dragon slash Hot D. Um, and we've got three great new animes we're gonna talk about. But like, there's another three that aren't that haven't even started yet. Like mm-hmm. the big one, Chainsaw those, Man. Those are just the ones we're for sure covering. Yeah, you know who knows what along the way we're gonna find. So it's uh, yeah, it's this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> but a mess I'm very excited to take part in. Same. Okay, buddy. Um, you know what? On one nostalgic note, you oh. ever get those uh, those alerts from your phone? Like, oh, you took this picture a year ago <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was Instagram, I think, and it was... Oh, wow. I know exactly. Do you? Uh, I think so. One year ago, I think we dropped the Paprika review. Oh, no. No, that's not what I was thinking. What were you thinking? Well, I. it's so funny. I remember us seeing... We went to a show in Montreal, like, this time, the first week of October, I believe. We what saw, show was that? We went and saw Dance, Gavin, Dance. We were just talking about them before we started recording. Oh, my God. But, uh, really? It was a couple years ago, but I believe it was, like... Either today or tomorrow, like the fourth or the fifth. Oh, it was a couple of years back. Yes, I yeah, yeah, remember yeah. that. But uh, no, paprika, great paprika. Movie. <laughs> um, a fun fact for the listener: we did like Grant and I, like in between covering shows, we did three or four, I think four classic movie reviews. Mm-hmm. They're all independent episodes. What else did we do, Grant? We did paprika, we did Grave of the Fireflies, uh, Kira, and your name, your name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did those four. They were all so fun. 
Um, and if you haven't, I recommend go watch them and then listen to our review. I mean, I think that's the officially recommended way of ingesting the movie, if you look mm-hmm. on our IMDb page. Um, okay, all right. No more dicking around. We have so much to talk about. I know. Yeah, big, big, big uh, fantasy episodes and lots of anime. At the beginning of lots of anime. Yeah, let's start with a hard hitter. Let's, let's start with Rings of Power, episode Rings. six. We're going to give you guys, if this is your first time checking us out, Thank you. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. But you should know, like, if the episode's in the show notes and if we're going to say, hey, we're talking about this, like, everything goes, spoilers go, we're going to talk about details of the episode, what we thought about it. We don't have, like, inside knowledge on anything. We don't know what's going to happen. Grant's a bigger Lord of the Rings fan than I am, but that doesn't necessarily mean he knows what's gonna happen i feel very much in the dark with this show yeah i think <laughs> a lot sure. of us do yeah. okay um i'll start us off with a classic quote grant and you can tell me who said it ready okay yeah i'm gonna try and do the voice too <laughs> so much death what can man do against such reckless hate <laughs> that's it uh reckless hate is that oh is that uh king of Rohan? It is. Whose wow. name I also forget. And I was going to say, it's the King of Rohan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his name right, too. Uh, the father of Eowyn. Yeah. Who wow. is... Wow. Like there are listeners screaming at their smartphones right now. <laughs> um, Aemond. Aemond. She's the daughter of Aemond and Theoden. Oh, Theoden. 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 Oh, King Theoden. King Theoden. Duh. Jeez, jeez, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Aemond. I don't know who that was. Oh, he was the one dying. He was like the brother. The brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then freaking Carl Urban's the cousin. But I was reminded of that scene where he's like just kind of shell shocked, for lack of a better term, and mm. Aragorn has to like give him a shake. Um, there was so much violence in this, dude. This. <laughs> Like I, I'm pretty sure there has been blood in 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 Rings of Power to, up to this point, but I think that that there's this one first major kill. Uh, no, 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 not even there. Like there was blood throughout the episode, but towards the end when the orcs are kind of just like killing people inside the tavern, I was kind of like, <laughs> I was like, oh, like Lord of the Rings is pretty violent, but like, damn, that's pretty. Yeah, merciless. they never did anything like that. Yeah, I I have a note that I wrote to myself. Like, and I don't know if I was just too turnt watching this or if the episode was meant to catch you off mm. guard. I think it was meant to catch you off guard because I just, in my notes, I have watching hostages get slowly murdered one by one is not what I thought I signed up for in this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, Definitely are, not. Are we going to see the rings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a happy adventure. Yeah, what happened no. to the hobbits and all the yeah. candles with the nice ears? This was a, like, relentless episode. You know, it was like pretty much non-stop for the most part, like kind mm-hmm. of because it, it was a battle episode, right? Like I don't think they eased up any any of that. Like there was a couple you know talking moments in between, but uh, it was it was all tension, which is awesome. And I was, you know, you and I a couple weeks ago were talking. I was a little. I'm glad that I was pleasantly surprised with this episode because I had some reservations just with what they were setting up. I thought they were just going to do like the two towers over, you know, like there's being. You know, hiding in the in the tower, kind of being yeah. sieged by the there orcs and are, all that. On that note, there are a lot of tips of the cap to two towers in this one, for sure. Like, yeah, there's no there's no answers for butts, but I I do like the fake out they gave us of it's not actually in the tower. Like it still was like you know defending the village or whatever. I agree. You know, but it it was kind of interesting that to move away and kind of you know play with everyone's uh, you know expectations and all that. But I I really really like this episode. I am. Uh, this is one of the episodes where it's like you know. 
I think we, we've talked about how this show looks and mm. we've talked, it, you know, it's the obvious comparison is House of the Dragon. It's running alongside Hot D and how like this is more fit high fantasy. So like mm-hmm. their sets and green screen and CG, it's all has to be quite a bit more ambitious, right? Yep. They want to show you like waterfalls and the clouds and shit like that, yeah. um, which is fine. That's part of this world. Mm-hmm. But that said, like it always looked good, but I never... I never had a moment where I was like, can you believe this is a television show? Like, it looked great. It probably looks better than most fantasy I've seen as a TV show. The power um, of having something set at night. There's well, a lot you just don't see. You know, and that it's, it's doesn't so always funny. work for you, see House of the Dragon, <laughs> which <laughs> we I will think, talk about. <laughs> I think the big difference between that and this is these were action set pieces at night versus, yeah. you know, scenes of you know day going into dusk you know and and, and, and to, you know twilight and all that so, so interesting and you know politicking at night versus you know like, like but even game but of all thrones. like natural flame there's all the like at least in these lord of the Rings scenes there's a lot of like open flame and all that like using that as their illumination mm-hmm. whereas there wasn't any of that in, in house of dragon like couple you know, yeah they what the a but. peculiar choice we'll, we'll get into that later um you know what blew me away is a fight choreography like Galadriel's spinning moves on mm-hmm. the horse, dude. Are you kidding? <laughs> Very. It was like you know, because everyone's compa- is it uh, Aaron Deer, the other elf. Yeah, yeah, the uh, elf, yeah. You know, like just like the the kicks he's doing and all. There's the one scene, Leon and I were like howling on the couch when he was uh, like trying to like fight for his life against that. Uh, probably the only orc in that scene for the yeah, most part. Yeah, the, the, the super orc. orc. And it's like <laughs> we know what they're doing here. They're doing the legless thing, but it, it was hard to take it seriously. But and then, but then like when it stops doing like the frilly cg stuff and it gets to like real tension moments you're like oh shit like he's gonna lose his eye here yeah, but, uh, yeah. that was how it like they've just they did a really good job with tension i saw some people with the take of like i think they did the whole you're about to die until the, and then you're saved at the last second like a couple too many times in this sure. episode yeah but i i do think we're at the point of nitpicking. Like, I, I'm sure I have some nitpicks. They're probably in my notes. But, like, this is their best episode so far, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think so. And one of the better episodes of fantasy television. Also I fair? Think, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the nice thing, too, is, you know, the show has done a really good job with scale, right? Like, if, like you had said, the high fantasy scale, like the CG, the background stuff. Like, they very set it epic, you know, in the backgrounds and all that. But at the end of the day, you know that's like a full CG shot. You know, it's you know all run through a computer. Mm-hmm. The the you know like the actual moments of the fighting and all that. Like it's it was very big and it felt very like scale. Like I felt like I knew where I was in the village. I didn't feel you know disoriented and feel yeah. like it didn't feel like a set, which was nice. So it, I I really appreciate because even like even Lord of the Rings like the movie like the two towers. There's points in those scenes where like this is a sound sage section here you know like it's yeah. because it was so big and you know it was kind of hard not to notice this was really well done i really really like this yeah you know another strong point that like i think people really have to remember and i know this doesn't this sounds like a not a big feat but it is is that this show did a pretty good job giving you what three to four maybe five different pov characters mm-hmm and they all have, you know, the only thing missing from this episode was the Harfoots and the Stranger. Again. Again. <laughs> um, but it, I didn't realize, like, I was quietly engaged with Aaron Deere's story, especially Adar's story, who's, like, one of my most, fa- my favorite characters right now. 
Definitely. Um, Galadriel's story, the Numenor stuff, all that. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, I can't wait for Halbrand to meet these people, and I can't mm. wait for Arendir to run into Galadriel. But, like, pretty early, what, episode six? In this run, we got all these main characters to meet, you know, with their exceptions, but we got everybody in one place now. It makes me more excited for what's to come. Yes. You know what I definitely. mean? What chaos and chemistry will ensue now that, like, we're all chilling and vibing. Um, I'm glad, like, you know, it took, and again, not a fair comparison, incredibly different story, but, like, think about it. We, you know, there are some characters in Game of Thrones that never met. Sure. And that some of them it took seven years or seven seasons of build for them to finally meet and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this was just like, oh, shit, I didn't realize, like, I'm kind of interested to see, like, how's Halbrand going to vibe with Arendir? How is all this yeah. stuff going to go? <clears throat> is this going to get messy? Because I want it to. You know what I mean? Like, It feels like it's going to get messy. <laughs> the Numenorians. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. the proper term? The Numenor so. folk. Like, how's that going to go now that, now that they're here? Mm-hmm. Um, are they just going to leave? That was, That doesn't feel right. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for like all these plot lines to start crisscrossing, if that makes sense. Converging. Yeah, they're all. You can definitely tell it for the most part. Like, majority of them are. Like, oh well, we got it right. Like, we got the air and deer. And also, like I, I really love how, you know, like we know who Galadriel is. We know she's a big deal, but she's been like overseas right like where she's like kind of unknown to mm-hmm. everyone and the second she's home like aaron deer is like oh, oh shit oh. like he's like starstruck he's like oh fuck like the queen commander's here you know like yeah. you know he's like uh it was it, it was fun too also the the fake out with the sword leading yes. to like the climactic moment of the love episode. or hate I kind of loved it because, like, I forgot about it. It was just there was so much going on. It was like I was caught up in the heat of the battle too. I like I lost tracking of where it went. Yeah, and, like what really happened. And just when that happened, I was like, "Oh fuck!" You know, like so nice. I don't it, know. It was, no, I agree. So I liked it too. The yeah. only part that I think, like, I, I know that I think you experienced what they wanted the viewer to experience of like, sure. oh shit, I forgot about the fucking sword. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's we're not safe. We thought we were. But the only thing that happened for me was like, I was just like, wait, shit, was that an amazing play by Adar? Or did they actually just not, did he forget to check in the first place? Did Aaron Deer forget to check the thing in the first place and so he lost track of it? So that was the miss. I think... Like, they should have checked it, but I think they were caught up in the heat of it. Yeah. You know, everything. So, that was a total, you know, biff on uh, the good guys part yeah. of it. But, but uh, no, Adar is a cool, very interesting cat. Oh, uh, that, dude. That monologue he had, or the two of them between Galadriel and him and kind that of scene. Halbrand stooping so in the corner. Oh, yeah. So good. Like, but uh, it's so fun. Like, I think of anything so far, a lot of people, like, that's like a lot of the not, doesn't fit super well into, like, the Tolkien universe. Mm. There's a lot of, like, forcing in the narrative into what he's saying but what, yeah. what he is saying is pretty damn cool like, uh, i don't i don't think i recognize the actor at all but he's awesome no dude it's um now i'm like you know we kind of sing the actor who plays galadriel praises every episode mm-hmm. her monologue dude about killing him oh the genocide when, yeah when she like loses her temper and i think halbrand has to stop her mm. I, I was like, yes, like give me, like just bleed. I was like, just give me, give me vengeful Galadriel, and I'll watch that. I'll sh- that shit all day. But like th- their chemistry, her and the guy who played Adar, yeah, that shit was so good. It was it was interesting too, like to see like there's a there's a really cool moment from her like when she clicks into like what he is like one of the the original corrupted elves the Uruks, and you can yeah. there, and you can see the fucking like change in her face of like. It, it, 
because she was already like she's he's the bad guy like you know she doesn't oh, like yeah. him or whatever but you could see like the venom you know just change it like in her eyes when she kind of when it clicked of like what he actually was i was like damn Agreed. like they really again the like you said the chemistry between those two is very very good yeah okay so i'm gonna pitch to you three questions because yep. i could talk about this forever but we have a lot I, of other I stuff to talk about <laughs> um Okay, maybe four questions, Jesus. Is there, am I reading into it too much, or are they even remotely setting up any kind of a flirtational, flirtatious thing between Halbrand and Galadriel, or is that just nonsense? Mm. Like, did you see any kind of vibes between the two? I think so, yes. I think so. Hard to say if anything comes of that, because I think we got the first, like, interspecies kiss this episode, right? Uh... Aaron Deere kissed his... uh, regular lady. oh bronwyn there yeah. bronwyn, yes. regular. sorry <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> there's also a point in the episode i was like i'm gonna i told Dana, I was like, i'm gonna lose my shit if she goes into battle with her shawl on and she did <laughs> like was just and that thing was on perfectly the whole time yeah but uh yeah no for sure the I, I had a suspicion that like they had before like they had a relationship before but right okay who knows but uh okay so i'm not crazy um here's another one and this is back mm. to what we we're just talking about why does Adar say he killed Sauron? What the fuck is that about? So, I only know this because I did. I you know I sent you and Leanna like a, this mega thread today. Of okay, like, so, so spoiler alert for slight, anyone reading. Slight spoiling. I think like based on like you know historically, that could be true. Apparently, that's a very debatable thing. And like in the original writings, because Sauron was known to like. Ah, uh, well, I'll just, you know, I'll wear another skin suit later. So, like, to be killed is kind of, you know, if someone says they did, then it could be true, but there's no real way of knowing. Like, gotcha. I think he's taken various forms. Okay, so between, okay, so Adar, we've confirmed one of the first orcs, which is like an elf, an elf that was kind of tortured and turned mm-hmm. dark, and he was done that to by Morgoth, mm-hmm. the OG. The guy. The man, Okay. Why doesn't he remember Halbrand? And why does Halbrand remember him? I think that's plot to come. That's I think plot, there's yeah. more. I Clearly, think that it might I better. think that might lead to Halbrand kind of fucking about a bit, like not giving the full truth. So yeah, you know, we have to I think. put that out there. There's clearly more here about mm-hmm. Halbrand that we haven't learned, right? second season (laughs) yeah yeah that's what that reeks of to me what are we doing here but uh yeah okay so clearly more to halbrand but i'm excited i like his character i love the um the setup that he he helped uh galadriel capture adar with that Mm. flank that was a dirty yeah i was expecting this after seeing that i was surprised at the beginning of the episode they didn't have like a big like no animals were harmed in the filming of this because that horse ate fucking shit that so that horse ate shit and and isildur's horse takes a cut as well and his dad is like oh it's because the remember well i yeah well yeah i think that is like more easily like movie magic but like that like to me like the horse going down like that yeah in like the adar scene was very like it, it, real like it looked it cap- like been, a captured moment it could have been fantastic cg yeah. or um repurposed footage but that's a good point but you know what it's funny dude i'm glad you mentioned that because i was watching this i was watching this on the couch and i don't want to sound insensitive 
But as he was coming, the flank was happening. I was like, he better go for the fucking horse. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how you stop him a full stop. That's how you stop him. Like, don't try and go for the yeah. headshot and miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the big thing. Like all those like quote accurate medieval war movies is like so many horses were killed because they're just easier to hit. Yeah. Um, Bigger target. Yeah, exactly. And and it grounds your opponent, and then they usually hurt themselves because the horses are so heavy. Anyway. Um, Okay, so Halbrand and Adar. Oh, and lastly, the conclusion. Did we just witness the yeah. birth of Mount Doom? 100%. Right? Yeah, I think for sure, because we know the Southlands, that which is this, like where, where this is, is Mordor. Like, yeah. but like that that country is, is Mordor, so. Um, yes. So, so that s- makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that completely checks out. It sounds like it does. So. I have, I went into that subreddit you're talking about and I saw people talking about yeah. this. I saved one comment that I can't take credit for. I didn't write this, obviously, but some Redditor wrote this. And I will say, it is a little convoluted how we got here when you phrase it like this. So hear this. Okay. So, the mystical blood saber made of smoke and flame created by Sauron with a map on it to the Southlands was a physical key to a dam that would open the floodgates, allowing you to blow up a mountain, provided you dig a big tunnel first. Did I get that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like... So that's... Gotta, that's it's the, like an Ikea. Oh, you know what it is? It's, it's like, like an, an Ikea, Ikea set for disaster. <laughs> you know, you it's buy, like an Ikea you buy the instructions. For disaster. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you say it like that, like one episode at a time, you're like, yeah, right. The fucking, the hilt thing. Okay. We got to worry about that. Mm. What's it for again? We don't know. We'll see. And then they do this and you're like, wait, what? And they're like, oh, right. I guess that works. We're digging tunnels. And it's just like this weird, like, how the fuck did this happen? But okay, I'll take it. Huh? I wonder if they're going to, I wonder if they're going to get into that at any point. Interesting. Like, kind of... Yeah. Cause it's a very windy road to it's get to dude yeah put but, that on you know, yeah. but like i didn't think about it that way i, I don't think many people did um mm. you don't think of like a big moment. Yeah. the plot devices whole journey to get to the result you just think of like oh shit that's mount doom mm. okay all right hot d hot d great episode <laughs> i watched i watched these like back to back though and i was still buzzing from rings of power Oh, that's I. I we, we did that one week where we did them back to back, and I, I won't. I I can't do that again. That was too see, much. See, we do the double feature Sunday every Sunday. Oh, really? Yep. You don't find it's too much the like the length of the shows, and then like just kind of the the opposite know. tones. I guess like funny enough, these two episodes would pair nicely, but uh, yeah, they do. But I don't know why it seems to work. It's like a fantasy vibe. Sure. I don't know. Okay. Um, what do you think of this episode? Hockey so episodes seven. <clears throat> seven. Um, it's funny because I, I wouldn't say there's a pacing issue with this episode, but there's definitely a couple points where it's high and it's low and it's high and it's low. And by like the third low moment, you're like, oh, come on, are you going to hit me with a high again right now? Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like if you're going to, you know, just kind of ram it at me, you know, kind yeah. of just all go in one point. But it was awesome episode. Like probably by far the best acting out of the entire series so far like i guess it's easy to say when people are yelling they can put a lot of emotion into what they're doing like just you know there's the uh queen listen uh listen or allison allison yeah i don't know why i always fuck her name up um she like her too like just like 
you know, she got to do a lot of yelling. So like a lot of like, you know, angry energy and emotion was in it. So she was just kind of awesome. This episode. Yeah. I found her to be very angry very good, mom vibes, angry mom vibes for sure. But uh, you know, I will say just like you're talking about her. So I'll, I'll bring this up because th- there's that whole scene of they're kind mm-hmm. of, are, th- are they in court? I think they're at court. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, they're, they're holding court, let's say. And they're talking about this boy who's been maimed. Mm. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, they're all talking about it was, it's this who done it, who's telling the right sto- side of the story, um, who's leaving what out, what's the proper punishment. You know mm. what it eerily reminded me of was the in season one of Game of Thrones, they have an incredibly similar scene about um, how Arya and the butcher's boy beat up Joffrey. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about it's, that. It's two kids or two or three kids that get carried away. One of them is clearly lying, right? Um, and the king has to like weigh in on this petty thing between children because like they're technically royal children. Yes, you know what I mean. And I think the didn't uh, Arya's direwolf bite someone? Yeah, the wolf helped because uh, Joffrey was beating up the butcher's boy, mm. and the wolf bit him. And then so Ned Stark actually puts down the wolf himself. Mm. And the hound runs over the butcher's boy with a horse. Oh, yes. No, it's, his dad. Who's dad? Doesn't he? The butcher like, like. No, the, it's the boy. It's the oh, boy. Oh, it is the boy. Yeah, because I remember later she confronts him about it. She's like, you killed my friend, blah, blah, blah. It's like a whole thing because then she has this reason to hate the hound and the butcher's mm. boy is one of them. Um, he's on her list for that reason, blah, Who blah, blah. Who am I thinking of that lives? I'm thinking, of, is it Hot Pot? Who's the baker? Or the baker? Hot Pie? Hot pie. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Hot he pie. lives. <laughs> he does live. Um, you know what else they're doing well in this episode is, and I mean like, it. it I, I almost want them to wrap him up soon because I don't want it to drag, but they're mm. doing a really good job deteriorating Viserys. Oh His health God. deteriorating rather. I'm actually, I got fucking algorithms so hard today. I saw <laughs> a, a visual spoiler of him that's next a, episode. That's a great verb. I got algorithm today, <laughs> man. And I, uh, I'm not happy, but, uh, they, he, again, shocker, he gets worse, but, um, he's worse every episode, but yeah, no, I know, but, uh, he's like, he looks awful this episode. Like when she goes, like she goes to bully him, like he doesn't have, or Allison goes to like, kind of, I think when she goes to go for the knife, like just almost like she like slaps his like, you know, no missing arm sleeve. And I was like, yeah, she's, the man's completely falling apart. Yeah, he is, and uh, it still continues to crush cru- yeah. um, the actor. To try and play someone who's just sicker and sicker um, is great because you really see him fall apart mm-hmm. after he's out of everyone's view, right? Like Allison's always taking care of him, blankets. He's moaning. He's in pain, but like you realize, like he's putting on quite the front for everybody else at court. And also, you got to give shouts out to the makeup slash costume hair mm-hmm. makeup department like the what what they're doing to his face like even his face is looking older they're i guarantee you they're taking an emmy for costume and yeah and, and makeup and all that or, or at least maybe makeup because he i'm blown away each week at just how bad he looks yeah. like it's very very it's not i feel like sometimes like when people look sick in movies and or like film and tv like it's it's just either too much or too little yeah and they really really got this figured out <laughs> like, true say yeah um kid fight oh the kid, kid who stole vagar i mean that's like a big thing that was a pretty cool scene felt mm. like uh 
uh, Harry Potter. Dude, that that's one? in my notes. It's yeah. in my fucking notes. You're <laughs> in my Bucky, head. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm so pissed. Uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> it's true. No, it's. I was like, it reminded me of Eps- or uh, movie three, Harry's, which doesn't happen in the books, by the way. Um, no, no, no. But uh, Harry's riding Buckbeak, and he takes him on like this magical carpet ride, and <laughs> it was it was cool. Like one thing you realize, and we may have talked about this already. But, like, yeah, we did, I think. About how, because the Targaryens are currently an established dynasty right now, there's mm. all these resources. Like, they have, um, they have, uh, what's the thing you put on a horse? They have saddles mm-hmm. and reins. And, like, you see the kid figuring it out in real mm-hmm. time. And yep. it's, like, kind of instinctually in him. And, you know, his whole family probably rides them and whatnot. But it was cool to watch him, like, get his sea legs in the air. And well, it was it was cool to see Vagar challenge him. I'm like, all right, prove oh, it. Yeah, I you enjoyed know, that. You, shit. you want this? I'm going to make you work for it. And you know, it's a little bit of plot armor there. I get that, oh, but yeah. uh, it was it was a cool scene that you can see. It was it towed the line of you know it wasn't too much of like you know it wasn't like silly doing aerials and flips and all that. Yeah. but it was good stuff. Also, I didn't realize. I'm sure there was a lot of rider deaths from seagulls in here. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. I what a cool detail to throw in, eh? Yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah. right, I guess that would happen. It's like a jet engine. Um, I, yeah, I dug that. It's like you can definitely feel they're feeling more confident about their CG on the dragons. Like they're around very casually all the time. Like the at HBO, the the showrunners for Game of Thrones, like they had mentioned it all the time. Like it's so expensive. It costs yeah. so much money to put these things on screen. We have to avoid it. Like. The dragon budget will creep into the ghost budget for John's wolf, so like the ghost just wouldn't be seen because like it's all their CGI dollars, right? Mm. Um, but like they're doing such a great job with the dragons in this show, I'm loving it. Well, like they probably just got it figured out, you know? Like, yeah, I mean they, just, you know, yeah, literally had a decade of R and D. I mean, maybe not a decade, but you know, eight seasons or seven seasons worth of R&D. Well, they they announced this in what, like 2017, 2016, 2017. Like I don't oh, think I don't Game know. of Thrones was done yet. When they when this was given the go, you have a good question. Uh, it, it was probably being developed. I think it. You're right. I think you're right. So it's you know at least half a decade, you know, f- five six years. Um. Okay. We gotta talk about the. We gotta talk. Well, let's let's do both at once. Let's do the okay. good part first. So Damon and Renera bang up, on the beach. <laughs> they bang on the beach. Let's talk about the plot part first. Yeah. So they hook up. I get it. Um, you know, as incest goes, I think they framed it okay. I feel like I don't they've, like. They've only been fucking flirting with it the entire season. Like it's yeah. like they get to the moment now. It's like all right, whatever. We know you're going to. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. How do I say this? It's one of my more favorite incests. There you go. There you go. No, I'm there kidding. You go. Um. But like, all jokes aside, like. Yeah, clearly this has been set up. You could see it coming. Mm. Um, I kind of dug like the weird detail about like the blood, um, like the blood wedding. Mm. Like they cut each other, and they use the blood, and it's like it in a gross way. Like literally, is a blood marriage because yeah, related. There's lots of layers to that one for sure. I also found it interesting that it was very private. The king was not in attendance. Well, I think they wanted... I think this is a calculated move to join their houses quickly no, and then no, no, make no. a play. I, I know that much, but to... It's interesting because, like, would the king not have had to clear it? 
I well, no, I mean, I don't think so. You just need a priest, right? But like in oh, well, but um, again, in the rules of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like of the royalty, would I guess she already has been married, so like what she just gets to choose what she wants to do going forward. Well, yeah, I don't know, especially I, because her <clears throat> her former husband is quote dead, right? Quote dead. Good scene too. Great, fantastic scene. fake out. Okay, um, but but I do want to close yes, the loop on this for you real quick though, because you you raise a good question, and there is actually a ton of precedence for this in Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, both in the books and I think maybe some in the show, but like, is she, are they allowed to just quote do that and without having it sanctioned is a good mm. question. There they are, and there's tons of precedents. A good example is um, who's the bastard, Roos, the son of Roose Bolton, um, Ramsey. Ramsey in the books, like um, strategically, he would he'd had a couple of wives that like he wanted to become lord of a certain keep so he'd kill the husband surreptitiously then lock the wives in like a tower with him and do unspeakable things until she agreed to marry him Hmm. so like just because it's not a good play for the realm doesn't mean and just because like they're not getting their quote money's worth out of a politically ranged marriage doesn't mean that they can't have a priest attend Mm. and, and do it oh and obviously the most famous famous secret marriage that obviously everyone um that kingdoms would have like changed as a result for are uh john john's real father aegon or uh oh yes rhaegar targaryen and daenerys's and uh and and and, and ned's sister oh like uh Eliana yeah, stark yeah, jesus yeah. so Ugh, many names fucking names anyway so there, <laughs> there is precedence <laughs> for that um so what, what were you gonna say um well, I guess kind of like in tandem, like I, I do find it surprising. Like a lot of people seem to be, I think it's pretty clear to me, like the whole Lanor thing by the end of the episode. Are, do you think like he got away or like that was a part of the plan? Like he was in on it. Oh, he was 100% in on it. Okay. Because yeah. I, I 100% agree. But like I see a lot of people like, no, no, no. Like he, this is going to come back to bite them. And I'm like, what? well, if it, if it does, like it's it's because he got found. You know, not because yeah. like, you know, he, he narked or whatever, but... Uh, no, I he's rowing see... away with his lover, right? Like, clearly, the, it was and a like, setup. And Damon is there 30 seconds, snaps a dude's neck, and it's like, well, that's obviously the And it's another the black dude that they yeah. throw into the fire. Like, obviously, yeah. it's orchestrated. Yeah. So yeah. It's, fun. it's funny to see people get knocked up on that. Of like, no, 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 this is going to bite them. It's like, like come on. Nothing's going to bite Anyway. I mean, <laughs> maybe he is found and killed, but, like, this was clearly mm. a play. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I... They got me with that, too. I will say, like... I was like, Rhaenyra is cold and perhaps vicious, but like, not that, not like to like kill that. this guy. Like, she, he's been her partner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they both have faults here. She's had so many moments of like tender moments with him. It would be so, you know, it, it could have been a good way of like showing her true nature of like, you yeah. know, she was giving him all this, you know, these passes and the understanding and and whatnot, and then to like just ison like that you know that would be like okay maybe that's that's who she is but yeah, uh, targaryen after all right yeah, yeah. well that aemon kid he's he's a he sounds like the targaryens we're familiar with oh yeah it's interesting he the second he got a dragon just like something in his brain i got the changed, power eh? i'm no like, longer helpless right holy fuck i immediately want like right now there's two people on my list who i just love freaking punch it's freaking Kristen cole and this fucking kid why Kristen cole he's just so smug what an asshole he is smug <laughs> I'll give you that. He's smug. Oh, man. Um, I, what, a, what a character change. One detail worth noting. Um, I mean, Allison loses it this yeah. episode. I and I actually really enjoyed that. I thought she did mm-hmm. fantastic. You mentioned that at the top. Um, 
Yeah, and Laris offering her an eye for an eye because her son lost an eye. Mm. And her saying, nah, I'm good. Maybe a rain check. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and I have in my notes here too, Lenore does have uh, confirmed to have the best arc of the show because it gets to ditch that awful wig, which I'm sorry, <laughs> they still don't work for me. The blonde dreads, they still yeah. really don't work for me. Yeah. Um, okay, the lighting. <laughs> the lighting and then we move on to anime. Okay. To, to anime pastures. So... I don't okay, so this is the thing. So there's a lot obviously there's a lot of complaints mm-hmm. online. Not trying to humble brag here. Mm-hmm. I so I have an OLED TV, which is like quit bragging. I know, but like it's I think it's naturally brighter, so I don't know if it the settings kind of just like work to my favor. Well the big thing with OLED is darks are deeper because the pixels actually turn off. Yes. So that's a really, really big one. Deeper, so deeper. So it looks blacks. more natural. It just it creates a better contrast because okay. like you know how like on a not OLED TV, like, you know, when you turn it on, like, you see the whole display, like, light up, but it's mm-hmm. still black. Sure. It's just because the blacks aren't deeper, because the pixels are still lit. Pixels are still lit. They're just lit They're as lit black. black. Oh, Exactly. Okay. So it's like, you have that going on, and then some some just really tough lighting. Yeah, because the thing, like the like the only parts that like didn't work for me like visually lighting wise was literally when it was like twilight like twilight and that's hard for me in real life like when i'm driving it's the worst time of night to drive when it's most going, dangerous you know, that, yeah exactly so like that like the failing my light. eyes to see it exactly thank you and but then when it was actually night i was like i, I didn't have a problem i was just i was like oh i wonder if it's just my tv like is helping me out here like it's maybe it's just a setting yeah. that i have but so it, across the board i saw complaints like it was crazy so yeah i mean i think it's a mixture of this i think that there are a couple people that said even because this is you know the thing that we have to note is like this is twice now with hbo right they had mm. the the long night episode in season oh, eight yes. and that was a disaster um similar problem what hbo said back then was that you know, there's a slight compression on any and all streaming video, which is true. And mm-hmm. that when like Blu-ray quality comes out and when like you don't have an adaptive bit rate where like the video is slightly crunched, sure. the blacks are much deeper and you're going to see it. That's true. But I, I remember I have copies of like the high quality one now and mm-hmm. like it's still too dark. Like it's better, but <laughs> it's still too dark. Like they, they, they definitely goofed. Um <laughs> I think that if you don't know what's going on, it's tough. You know what I mean? With this, I knew what was going on. The problem I had, I don't have an OLED, uh, OLED TV. Mm-hmm. And the problem I had is I just kept thinking, like, are the settings off? I was like, what is going on? I was pausing. Mm. I clo- I forced closed the app. I was like, like some of, the, these, some of these TVs, they get stuck in weird states sometimes where, like, the display is intentionally dimmed if you have a menu on top of it. Mm. I thought that's what was happening. I was like, the, the TV is clearly having an issue because this has happened before but then i saw online i was like no fucking everybody except for a few a small amount of people who have or a small percentage of people who have oled um well, i f- i found yeah. it inter- interesting that you know like obviously like you know press people they get um you know they get uh like advanced copies and you know they, get, they watch it like a day or two early mm-hmm. but usually like you don't they don't they're not they don't say anything leading up to yeah. you know the episode everyone across the board was like at like you know in the morning talking about we've seen the episode it's dark like don't be surprised like people were preemptively telling fans yeah. to like adjust your tv settings like go watch people were saying go watch the long night and like change your settings till mm. it looks bright and then you'll be set for you know for for the new episode i'm like what the fuck so is that, going on that's wild i mean you know 
and I'm not dunking, but I think that if the if, if you have to tell viewers to change settings to make something watchable, then you yeah. failed, right? If yeah. your endeavor 100%. is to have like a, and I, I saw HBO put something on Twitter like, oh, it was a creative creative decision. Like those poor bastards shouldn't have wrote that, right? Because then like they just get hundreds of thousands of tweets being like, well, that was a shit decision. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like again, we're doubling down. <laughs> I get the they were trying to set a mood. It's a very important scene. It's just funny, like, when you make such a choice, it undercuts the whole scene, and now, like, we're talking about the shit lighting and not the fact that, like, the these characters have this really, really intense scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it completely distracted me from the whole fucking thing. But yeah. that's, all, that's my major complaint for this episode. Otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. Yep. Very good episode. All right. For the love of Christ. Anime time. Feeling a little nostalgic, Dave? You, uh, you want to you talk about some My Hero? Let's talk about some My Hero Academia. <laughs> so, if you're a new fan of the show, Grant and I started this show, this podcast, uh, to cover Attack on Titan, which we've covered seasons four, part one and two now. We started with one, and then when that wrapped up, we were like, what do we cover next? And then we did My Hero Academia season five, which I think it's fair to say was received as like one of the worst seasons they had. Mm-hmm. Or I at least... So. For us, at least it was certainly not a show that warranted like a half hour dissection. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that was our error. So fair being what fair is. uh, Let's talk about season six, episode one. I I liked this. I liked this more than most episodes of season five. Yeah, it was it was, (laughs) you know, Leanna's like, do you think do you think they're conscious enough to like not open it up with like a really heavy recap? And I was like, oh, I wonder. I wonder if they just don't give a fuck and they're just going to, you know, kind of go with it. But, like, they mm-hmm. kind of kept it to a very minimum. They did, like, you know, history of the show, you know, like who Midori is, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the one for all thing. But then they got right into business. Um, again, as, you know, as you said, you and I say, pilots are hard. There were some moments that were almost unreadable. Like, they were just too fast. Unre- um, uh, like the subs and, like, the pacing of the show? Couldn't follow it along. There was there's a specific scene between Twice and Hawks, which I'm still trying to figure out that dynamic. I'm curious to see where that's towards the beginning. Go. Towards the beginning, yeah. And they're kind of breaking down like who lieutenants and the squads and like Who's the color who? coding. Yeah. And I was like, I think we watched it three times, and after the third time, I was like, I, I don't give a fuck. I'll figure it out later. And just like, let's just keep watching the episode. Yeah. Like I could not follow what was trying to come across on the screen. They and there, yeah. there's they always have moments like that in my hero. It's, it's just common. too fast. Yeah, where they're, I, I think it's the nature of the show. Like they're trying to, you know, it's it's one of their better, one of their strengths and one of their weaknesses for My Hero Academia, is like, they have such a great ability to bring characters in and out. We talked about mm-hmm. this, right? Give them a quirk, give them motivation, and like you can make almost any ancillary character a star of any one-off episode because like they're just so good at introductions and being like okay here's what this character is about here's what drives them have fun and that's great um but sometimes it's like they are they really ham fist the like here's why you should care about this specific thing and Mm -hmm. they're used to just glossing over it because they want you to have fun and get to like the fun shit and like this felt like that like they were trying to be like here's why you got to care about this but also time to move on mm-hmm. but anyway so I, I agree that ha- that happens like a lot a lot mm-hmm. um in my hero academia but you know nitpick but other than that awesome episode um yeah agreed don't know how i feel about the op yet it was kind of yeah i'm not <clears throat> a verdict yet either and you know it's funny leanna brought up a really good point she's like this feels like 
like a comic book, not a manga. Like in just in huh. like the 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 op and like the the oh, middle the st- section the carton like the styling too in the, the styling in the beginning and then also like you know like the middle point of the episode like the like the the cards or whatever like the like whatever they had in licorice recoil there like the um just like the key key yeah, art key kind of breaks up the episode yeah, yeah. and even that too was just very like westernized and i was like oh that's interesting they're really going for like a comic book hero they're leaning more in. than like you know the what the show hasn't like traditionally done it, it it's very on brand but it still felt new it was it was it's kind of interesting yeah but uh yeah no it's i'll say um i do i did enjoy like hawks is a really interesting character so i'm mm-hmm. really curious to see where, where this goes i forgot that he like brought endeavor up to speed like on the low key yes um so i'm excited for shit to hit the fan I love that it was straightforward. Um, yeah, I liked that Deku was like barely in it because they're like, we need to like get things moving. Yeah. Or Midoriya. Um, you're in the background. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're like, in like squad. The show meeting. has to yeah. move forward. So I don't know. It looks like it's going to be an action packed first half of the season, probably, is my guess. I don't know. I think, I think so. Like the. It was interesting too because they had the whole hospital because they did some rehash on Shigaraki and like kind of like where he's at and what he's doing. Um, also, the, the scene so there's the the, the Murko character who's like the rabbit hero, the rabbit pro hero, the one yeah, that never sends forward. Uh, the blade. Am I, am I thinking of someone else? Does she like slice up a bunch of people? Oh, someone else does. Okay, that's not Mirko. Anyway. Um, so Mirko's the rabbit. The one who goes de- ahead. Like, Endeavor shows up at the hospital. They find the doctor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then she goes down into the morgue because that's, like, the entrance into, like, his lair or yeah. whatever. And, like, you know, I think... You know, we've talked about it before. There's been blood. There's been violence. But, like, when she breaks through and you see that little... The little Nomu that has the warp. Yeah, warp, yeah. The way it dies, I was like, <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Like, I was like, this is... I, I forget the show will go there sometimes. Like it, it very, very rarely like throws a straight punch. Once every season and a half, they give you something dark. Like uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. The the hero stain, like all that shit was like because oh, yeah. Leanne is watching my hero now. She, she started season nice. one just as like you know her her podcast night show and and you know home with the baby and whatnot. Yeah, and she's like, you know, she was like ten episodes into the first season. She's like, oh my god, this is so much better than that season i watched with you I'm like liana believe me the show has been great like this oh been yeah really, there's a reason really good stuff it. in this show and you know but uh yeah it's it's, it's so yeah I, i'm really excited to see where this doctor character goes you know you you, can, you forget the little plots they introduced um he's been around for a while he's been around time. for a while i'm curious yeah. to hear about like you know their friend that got turned quote turned into a nomu the guy that got turned into a warp gate yep um him and you know deku midoriya had all these uh leaps forward with all for one and being able to communicate in that realm and black Mm -hmm. whip or whatever the hell it's called um is he gonna unlock more quirks like i'm excited to see where all this stuff leads and i I want developments on all those plot lines you know what i mean i I don't want more i very high hopes for this season i really do yeah this is a this is a good pilot good pilot even the first pilot of, or the the pilot of season five was kind of like, oh, that was good, but like, what are we getting into? You know, yeah, it was. Just, yeah, but this you. was action, business right up top, which I liked. Speaking of straight to action, Spy Family is back. <laughs> what a good episode! Spy Family episode thirteen. Now we got dogs. Yeah, Borf, <laughs> dude. Okay, 
So that's clearly a comedic thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The, dude, there is like some ignorant part of my brain. I was like, is that what dogs sound like in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but like for a second there, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, but yeah, like this show, the, yeah. the shit they do with sound and dialogue, mm. like I, I feel like it's rarely this funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like when when the kid says shock. Like, she says shock in a ah, shocked way, yeah. or whatever it is. Like, Very expressive. Like, she, it's so funny, because Anya feels, like, out of the show's vibe. Like, she feels very otherworldly. Like, yeah, alien. Yes, you know, it she feels like powers, you grabbed yeah. her from another show and dropped her into this one. I feel like I'm in on the joke with her all the time, because she yeah, kind of... she. It's almost... It's not like a four... It's like a 3.5 wall break, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not fully looking at the screen, but it's like... <laughs> like, you know, you're, I'm there with you. It's, it's really... Dave, I was laughing my ass off this whole episode. Like anything yeah. with Anya and the dog, who's clearly you know the new companion for the show and all that. Yeah, but and the dog a- that can see the future and like telepathically send it to Anya. I was like, I don't care, give me it. This is perfect. Also, like the whole again, spoiler. Anyone that's listening, mm-hmm. we warned you up top. The bit of like when she's like, I'm gonna save the day. It's me. Like I'm gonna figure it out. Like me and the dog with my powers. Like I'm gonna save the world. And they're fucking running around the same block over and over. I yeah. lost my mind laughing. That's such a good like like you know physical comedy gag. It was oh, it was perfect. Mine was uh, when Yora comes to the rescue at the end, and she goes, "You're not gonna kidnap <laughs> because." York does this all the time where she envisions like the worst possible scenario. Yeah. And then she comes in completely under the wrong pretense. pretense. <laughs> I like that's such a good running bit. Yeah. Also, she, she's too young, to, you know, to be married, you know, against her will. Oh my God. And, like, this is childish, but it's Anya who says it. Do, did you catch the whole she goes, that's the because, shittiest shit? Yeah. Father takes the long, takes long shits in the shitter or something. I was like, what the hell? So uh, that actually, like, it caught me off guard. I don't think it belongs in the show. I the first thing I thought about that is a that must be a translation issue. Yeah, curious if it, it is. Didn't fit, if, it didn't. If fit you're listening to this and you know what the translation was supposed to be and if it's accurate, accurate, let us know on uh, hit us up on Instagram at Podcast. Um, <laughs> also, like, um, oh, what's his name? Lloyd. He's like. Wow, crass, but like, thank you. <laughs> so yes, but also that's true. Glad <laughs> yeah. well, uh, my family is back. Yeah, G- great, great tunes. You know, again, the the stylized OP and ED for the mm. show is incredible. Vibes. Like the it's the first time I think I've seen it where the the studio put up a version of the ED without any. Um, like no staff names at all, like just the animation. Yeah, I like that choice. And they they're clearly pushing it. They know what they have. Like it's two tremendous studios. Like Cloverworks and Wit Studio. Like they're you know they're yeah, masters of what they're doing. You know, like it's you know <clears throat> the the care that goes into this show. You can still see it. And I know you and I weren't like super huge on the first part. It was good, but it but like, it was consistent. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was always consistent. It's it's gorgeous and it's funny and it was also know, followed quickly by Licorice Recoil, which yeah. we both liked a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But I'm glad it's back. It's such a fun like Saturday morning watch. Yes. Um, it feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. You it know, does. In, in a lot of ways. And I just never thought I'd be into this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That and Licorice too, man. And also Gundam. I've never watched any Gundam. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a nice transition. They call me Davy Segways. Mm. Um, okay, Gundam. Grant, what's the, it's Mobile Suit Gundam, the witch from Mercury. 
Correct. We're not saying that every time. I'll tell you that no. shit. No, um, <laughs> so they put episode zero and one, and I mm-hmm. watched both today. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty new. To, I know Gundam is big. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the problem. Is like we're covering Mobile Suit Gundam. I'm going into it as like the only Gundam I've been exposed to. Sure. So with that said, you as a Gundam, you're not like a f- super fan, are you? Like you haven't seen all of it, have you? No. Oh, no, no, no. There's a lot. Um, I watched Wing back in the day. Like, so technically, my kid, first I I anime I ever watched was was Gundam Wing. See, like, I, like at midnight yeah. on YTV. See, I think you I know? did too, but I just don't remember enough about it. Way too heavy for us as kids. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Dude, I want the get me the name of like because I remember I tried to Google it once. Like, what was the edgy one? that was like 90s style drawn that i watched as a kid and then i tried googling like gundam animes and it's like oh here's it's 47 it's wing for sure it, the one that was on in like the mid 90s yeah yeah and like probably aired like was over here in the late 90s yeah gundam wing okay all right yeah. um okay so anyway what do, what do you think of this new series um so <clears throat> so i checked out the prologue that was put up on youtube like a couple weeks ago when they did like a preview event they put that on youtube the first episode zero the, yeah. a couple weeks back that's how i watched it yeah, like i remember the, you talked about it that's cool that it was on youtube yeah so I, you know I, I checked that out i've loved the world they set up like it's it, you know it, but so here's the thing like the tone from episode zero to one are vastly different so these are two dude that's what's in my notes is these are different shows so i think the key point of but so that's the thing gundam is very much more i think episode zero like that traditionally it's like very heavy politic um you know like moments of family and kinship and all this and that but it's you know it's 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 life or death for the most part and politics and money and 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 power and all that Mm -hmm. this so the the new episode like the start the official start of the season i think hits all the hallmarks of like the gundam that i'm familiar with with more modern feels to it but then when it kicks into the business when it becomes like the mecha stuff that's like traditional Gundam like that right. cl- that closing showdown is insane like yeah. 2D drawn Dave can you imagine can you imagine the show if they like did a half-ass 3D mecha fights like because those always look bad mm-hmm. anytime you see them like I tried to watch that Godzilla uh fuck, what was that show oh yeah I remember uh, Breakpoint on um, Netflix or something yes 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 and like you know like it looked cool but like it's just sometimes you just want like some 2D drawn you know so is that what it is are they like because there's definitely cg in this show a hundred percent but like i think they're more they're meant more to look like 2d versus like blocky cheaped out three like they're doing uh, something different for sure yeah this isn't like season four part one like the invasion of uh or marley invading like the titans like it's not like that style like they're definitely blending you know like you always know it's done good when you can't really notice but it's um i could tell it was cg i would just thought it was like amazing looking cg like they did a the, the independently background. moving pieces of that gundam yes. that mm-hmm. airy i think is the protagonist that she's Ari- oh ariel's the gundam i think her name is soletta oh okay i thought it was like edict or something or Ari- oh i don't know i don't know but anyway the one that oh, her and her gundam were using like the removable independently moving pieces that like mm-hmm. Like that, that was turns into a shield, turns into the, the like the laser guns. Yeah, that was really cool effects. <laughs> yeah, because you got a, a yeah. bit of that in the prologue. You did, yeah, right at the end. But uh, no, you get the you get the business at the end of episode one. But um, I don't I, love the decision to make her like a panicked, nervous, stuttery girl. Did not love that. She I was really... a 
sorry to interrupt you, but she was like this bright, curious, if anything, overzealous child. Mm-hmm. So maybe like we'll see what made her into this like stuttering. Well, I, but the, I didn't love that choice. No, I didn't. I didn't either. But the moments where she's rising to the occasion, she's talking clearly. Yeah. No. I, uh, yeah. Like, so that was. You're right. There's a good contrast there because she's when she's in the Gundam, she's like ready to go. My guess is they they because they did a very subtle job. I think they could have maybe been a little more heavy handed with it. Of they really make it sound like Mercury is like you know the boonies like you know like yeah. no one is from there you know they don't know you know there's, there's references like she knew what tomato flavoring was she hadn't seen an actual tomato you know they're goofing on her about you know the way she wears you know her her hair um you know so it's like yeah see it could be fish out of water and she is nervous and they're kind of going with that and then she gets i i just hope it gradually gets better but I again, I did not love that, and I was like, I was watching, and I was like, oh fuck, I bet you Dave's not gonna love this. Well, <laughs> like, you're, you're right, dude. I, like, I was like, I did not sign up for a high school in space. Like, I, I'm not. I wasn't super stoked on that. But then, yeah, they I didn't really think it turn was high it around. School. They do turn it around. Um, I've also never watched a Gundam series, so like, I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Because this is cool. So, like, there's, like, there's like multiple timelines for Gundam, right? Like, there's all these shows and series where, you know, each series will fit into a certain timeline. And, like, that's, you know, those are in their chronological order and all that. So, this show is a part of the main series. Like, True the, OG, the OG one. So, there's a lot of, like, deep-rooted history in this one. And kind of, you know, I'm sure there's going to be Easter eggs and, and this and that from, you know, along the way. But Interesting. It's, uh... Just the mod, like the main, like the Gundam model is really, really cool, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm on board. I'm, I'm yeah, boy. I need psycho more. season. Got to be in psycho season, dude. Yeah. Okay, head that's... first, head first. <laughs> no kidding. So that's it for like the shows that we're covering this week. But if you're mm. new and you know you're a new fan, like I said, thanks for coming. Subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram. Um, but here we are going to finish the show with some news feed segments uh we you know just ongoings of what's happening in the industry give our quick thoughts and then we've got the q a which we host mm-hmm. on mondays on instagram where you can send in a question and we will likely answer it on the podcast but first let's start with news did you see this jujitsu kaisen info yeah yeah i did season two will run for six months with no schedule interruption covering the bless me for this kaiguyoku slash gyoku getsu and shibuya incident arcs did you did you google either of those arcs to find out what they were uh no uh, no i'm no fool (laughs) i was a fool and they put it the the website i saw it from put it like in the byline and i was like you sons of bitches oh of like what happens no like they don't they didn't say what happens they just say this will cover so and so's blank 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 and it was like it's it wasn't it's not a spoiler because it's things that we knew happened or mm. happen but like i know we're both we were like looking forward to seeing them on screen and now it's like confirmation but it's like i wish i kind of find found that out organically when i turned it on mm. so whatever but anyway long story short it's gonna be on for a fucking while yeah so like it's, good because like, i just rewatched the movie oh did you i still haven't gotten around to it but i'm it's been some at the top of our list dude that thing's so again. good oh my god freaking yuda is I'm I'm excited to see him and Yuji meet. I hope that happens. Yo, the, it it better because they did such a fantastic job of uh, of meeting them or like of introducing Yuta in that movie. 
Yes. Actually, yeah, the scene when he walks into the classroom is all time. One of my favorite anime. It is all time. It's like just as he stomps, like just the like the you know the dark energy. Yeah. Um, just a, like related adjoining news. We obviously saw this movie subbed. I think most of the money generated mm-hmm. was subbed, but they did mm-hmm. do dubbed. English dubbed uh, screenings. Did you oh. see that the info came out about what the English voice actor got paid? That voices one hundred fifty bucks. One hundred fifty bucks. The girl that voiced um, Maki. No, it wasn't Maki. It was. Uh, oh no. It might have been Maki. I thought it was the, like there is an actor that actually plays Utah's demon, uh, Ari okay. or uh, what is it? Uh, Rika. 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 Yeah. The Queen of Curses. Um, and I mean, like, that's a tough character to kind of bring to life. I thought the Japanese voice actor did a really, really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 bucks. Blech. And no hours. residuals. Nothing. None. No. Tough, man. Well, there's... Okay, so I guess we can kind of, like, another little sideline. There's a lot going on with... I think... Did, did we talk about the Mob Psycho thing with the voice acting? The the They're the replacing the English voice actor, right? Because he... Well, because the, the English voice actor... I wish I had his name in front of me. He... I think it was along the lines of like you guys need to sign this contract because I think like the the some dude the Screen Actors Guild yeah are now like kind of cluing into like dubbed work from like overseas a little bit makes sense and he's like hey like we'll sign the contract like you know you guys you know union related and they're like no yeah <laughs> like, like union we don't do yeah. that yeah yeah so like that means know, that, that to us sounds yeah. like you don't want to work <laughs> yeah that sucks. Yeah, so they're uh, and then today they made an announcement or Crunchyroll made an announcement of like, oh don't worry, there's lots of recurring voice actors. You know, some have left, but some aren't, and like they're really doubling down. It's that's it's, that's a bummer too. It's a little gross to see it. Yeah, it is gross because like, I don't like. I'm glad it's not in the subbed versions, but like, yo, can you imagine? Like, I mean, you are a super fan of Mob Psycho. We both really mm-hmm. like it, but like. We're waiting for this conclusion to attack on Titan. Can you imagine if like they replaced the voice Aaron. of Aaron? Like yeah. what? Yeah. Um, yeah and then you like, and then later you find out these people are paid fucking pennies for what mm-hmm. they do. It's uh, it's one of the uglier sides of the industry. Okay, many, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. All right. Some MCU news. Um. Armor Wars with Don Cheadle was scheduled to be a Disney Plus series, but that's turning into a movie instead that no one has asked for hot take go ahead they're i think they're gonna start killing shows and just make the movies yeah i think they're feeling a quality dip and a reception dip um i don't know it's it's really interesting like i i saw someone with a hot take today being like is they had a great comparison and i just can't remember oh they said marvel's starting to feel like the office when steve carell left (laughs) <laughs> like the post infinity yeah, war um saga has been a little bit dry it's just not the same now we also had covid you know mm-hmm. and that like we were out of theaters for a while there's a lot of factors there but i don't totally disagree with that take um actually yeah, it's, it's tough a lot of that stuff hasn't been fun more on the mcu um a couple more things actually on the mcu they're doing a Blade movie. I didn't know it was starring Mahershala Ali, which oh, is really? yeah. I must. I bet I knew and forgot. He's hmm. fantastic. I bet that'll be yes. great. Yeah. But uh, two months before it was scheduled to go in production, uh, they lost their director, and they're rewriting the whole movie. Yeah. Well, uh, Mahershala Ali has been like 
apparently been pretty vocal of like, yeah, I'm not happy with what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, good. Damn. Well, you you would think the mouse would have that like you know lipped up pretty quick, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, usually people, when they speak out of turn from inside the MCU or, like, anything studio franchise related, like, it does not, like, they don't work the for that. the PR machine first? Yeah, the, mach- the machine, or they have to delete the statement or issue a retraction or, mm. I mean, but he's fucking Mahershala Ali. Motherfucker would do what he wants. Hey, wait a minute. He already played a character in the MCU. Yeah, Is this going to be, uh... like, the first character to double dip? Uh, oh, shit, someone else double dipped. Um... You can't say Chris Evans because that wasn't in the MCU. He was in Fantastic no. Four. No, 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 it wasn't Chris Evans. I think it was like a smaller bit player who ends up. Yeah. Mahershala but, was uh, a fantastic and Luke Cage. Luke Cage, he was fantastic, so good. Cottonmouth is that the character's name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, last news on the MCU: Black Panther, Wakanda Forever trailer two is out. Have you seen either of these trailers? I I actually saw the first one uh, when I went to go see Barbarian not too long ago. Great, great trailer. Phenomenal trailers. Like, yeah. as people that are sometimes critical of the MCU, the trailer mm-hmm. for Wakanda Forever looks fantastic. Yep. Ryan Coogler, man. Dialed I'm, in. I'm in for it. Um, they are heavily suggesting who the next Black Panther is in the second one. Oh, really? Like, heavily, heavily. And, like, the posters out and stuff. Do you want to know? Or do you want to sure. not know? Do you want to go zero dark grant? No, I don't care. No, tell me. They're heavily suggesting it's Shuri. His sister? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Which makes sense. Uh, you know, if you are interested in the inside baseball, the problem with casting her, you know, theoretically at least, was we were just talking about the PR machine and oh, the House yeah, of Mouse. she Mouse. was saying some stuff. Well, <laughs> I think she was just quite anti-vax and quite vocal in the middle yeah. of COVID, which was a bad look. I do remember that. Um... And there might have been other stuff, you know, just, I don't know what it was, but I, you know, I don't know, maybe they, uh, figured that out. Um, money talks, money talks. <laughs> okay. Your planet of the apes movies are coming back. Fuck. Yes. No, I can make 10 of these, Dave. I would be happy. With I that. should see one of them. I should see you, one. You haven't seen any of these. Not a single. Talking about that. Wow. You should. They are um, very good. It's not Matt Reeves again, is it? I would get. I don't know. They didn't say, but I imagine he's busy with Batman, maybe. Yeah, but they're doing Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, the names are getting a little silly. Yeah, it is. But, uh, what are you gonna do? I'm um, okay, community movies being made, and only a decade too late. Six seasons in a movie. Fine. <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> if you care, I'm sorry. That's a great show. <laughs> um, Russo brothers cut their teeth on that show. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and there's a Chainsaw Man has some leaked footage that f- people are freaking out about uh, because the CGI looks like, I don't know. I did not know this. Um, I, I don't know if freak out is like overstating it, but like... Is I Doomsayer? Saw, just Doomsayers or what? Like I, I Doomsayer is probably the right term. I think what's happening is we're about to watch a show that has more hype on it for a yeah. new show than I've maybe ever been a part of in mm-hmm. uh, at least like while being this deep into anime i haven't it is seen quite this. palpable <laughs> yeah so everyone's it. salivating and any news that comes out is breaking news mm. so i don't know if it was actually bad or if it was overblown i see they're like putting out teasers of the first episodes they're putting out little scenes i'm just going zero dark grant on it for now i'm just mm. gonna watch the pilot Fuck but yeah. it seems like mappa and crunchyroll and just anyone who has a uh like an iron in this fire, they're pushing it. 
because mm. they seem to be really confident that it's a good show. Um, so if you want to know what it is, turn to us once you've seen the pilot, and we'll tell you. Can't wait. Because we'll be covering it. All right, Grant. Are you ready to wrap up this episode of Psycho Season, our first episode of Psycho Season, with the Instagram sensation that is sweeping the nation, the Q&A? Goddamn right. Let's do the it. The OG founders of the Q&A, I might remind you. <laughs> <laughs> this segment was never done before. We uh, we made it up. Okay. Um, this first one's from Sam. And this, you know, spoiler alert, Inside Baseball. This one I just thought was good for the show because we were talking about this while watching a movie. I can't remember mm. what. And it was, the question is this. Can you name a public figure working today that will one day have an autobi- autobiographical Oscar contending movie made about them? This is like we were coming off of like you know the fact that like we that Rocket Man movie, the Elvis movie, the Queen movie. Mm. Um, who did Will Smith do? No, Jamie Fox. Excuse me. Um, he did Ray, right? Oh yeah, years ago. Yeah. Um, but those movies tend to get like Oscar critical rate. receptions, and they are tend to win some Oscars. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I was. I'm a little, little stuck on this one. I think. Okay, so I have a two-part answer then. I and I'm not saying these people merit. Mm. Um, and like I really think they should get movies. It just feels obvious that they will. It feels inevitable. Bieber, Drake, LeBron, Kanye. Hmm. Are we talking like like a like a like a scripted drama, or are we talking like documentary? Mm, scripted no like scripted like drama, a biopic like a biopic, biopic. yes biopic okay. movie feature film okay. just about you know lebron picking up his first basketball to retiring with however many rings hmm okay the kanye one for sure because that's kanye for sure bieber i could i don't think so i think if bieber comes back and, like, has mm. some critical success at some point in his career. And I'm not, like, taking shots, but he is without critical success. Um, okay. I, I do have mine. I think, and I think it's a little... <clears throat> I, I, I don't want to talk about it because I haven't seen it yet, but there is a lot of discourse. You and I were briefly talking about it today. Mm. With, like, the Marilyn uh, Monroe movie. I almost said Marilyn Manson. The Marilyn Monroe movie. <laughs> I could see, tasteless or not, someone taking a... Now that, like, the rights have been of her life are kind of like brought back to her. I could see someone doing a swing at Britney Spears. Ooh. Cause that, that was, that's a good pick that again in, I'm, I'm not saying I, I would want it in the vein of this blonde movie. Cause like, again, from what I've read, it's just basically trauma porn, but, um, and I, I wouldn't want that because it sounds like she's, I kind of almost want to see a, it because the takes on this movie are so fucking hot. They're it's yeah. vitriol. Well, it's it's like a three hour movie. I've I've heard like visually, uh, so we're getting into it. I don't want to get into it, but like, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's beautiful, but like, just what is taking place? It's just kind of like let the woman, yeah. let the let the woman rest. You know, like true. We're always okay on a but, slightly. Uh, but Britney Spears would be my would be Britney Spears is a good one. On a slightly sadder note, I will I will say some people that might it might happen to already are mm. some of the tragic passings that we've seen recently: Mac Miller, Amy Winehouse, Kobe Bryant. Mm feels like any or all of them are easily oh, amy winehouse i could see that one yeah for sure okay and then a fantastic much more lighthearted question from one of our favorite fans Shout out. Dot 54 says best anime soundtrack Ooh. and throw in best op slash ed2 um so like 
I love this question. I'm going to disappoint you immediately. I don't know how Grant approached this, but I'll tell you how I approached it. Okay. The word best, I think, is intimidating. Sure. Because, like, you have people like us who are like, well, it's hard to name one, so I'm going to name, like, a few, just a few. Mm. Uh, and then I'll, like, I'll give you, like, my my one, but, like, it's going to be in good company. Um, do you want to start? Do I start? Uh, I'll start. Um, yeah. I think the one... I think in recent memory, and I, we've been talking about it a lot the past few weeks, that really set a tone with its music throughout the whole show was Odd Taxi. Um, oh, yeah. Just like kind of like, you know, like kind of like the grooving, the bouncing, like there's like, like just like a, a bit of a beat, you know, like, yeah. you know, just like constantly through the whole thing. And, you know, it very, very good blending between scenes. Um, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you go next, and then we'll do OPED after. But uh, okay. Odd Taxi very much sticks out in my mind. Well done. Um, so it's funny because the music isn't my style, mm. but it's just hard to not watch Cowboy Bebop and think that they don't have one of the best soundtracks ever. Sure. It's yeah. jazz, and it's funky, and you're like, I don't listen to this, but it's just so good. And not just the, um, the OP, like the actual soundtrack for the... For the show is just so fantastic. I gotta give like four honorable mentions though. Yeah, because honorable mentions. Sort of the just cause, is. right? The soundtrack throughout Neon Genesis Evangelion yeah. is all over the goddamn map in like such a beautiful way, and I love it. The soundtrack for an anime I actually don't really like because uh, I think it just wasn't made great is Berserk, and mm. it has a beautiful soundtrack. Um, Vivi Florite's I song Grant and I both enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it soundtrack. I don't know if it's like every episode has perfect ones, but like when it hits, it hits so good. Yeah, yep. And lastly, something I just watched recently: Fooly Cooly, FLCL, mm. peculiar anime. Um, mostly redeemed for me by its soundtrack and like how it really captures like summer. Uh, is mm. what it makes me think of. I told you there was a few. Yeah, so I guess some some honorable mentions for me for for the for soundtrack, um, Agritsuko, uh, that uh, the Netflix anime with the the, the red panda, God, a lot of metal. Oh my god, it's so good. I know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, also, Kaguya-sama, uh, Love Is War, tremendous, tremendous soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, really blended the music in with the comedy and you know the suspenseful moments and you know the romantic moments. Um, Call the night. I just finished it. Season finale just uh, wrapped up there this week. Uh, vibe. All I can say is very in a similar vein to Odd Taxi. It kind of just like is grooving in the background and kind of carries you throughout the whole episode when it needs to rise. You know, you know, dip or rise. It, it does that. It doesn't uh, doesn't push too far in either end, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Very very kickbacky. But uh, but uh, for OP, what do you got, Dave? What's uh, what comes to mind? So so here I'm actually a little bit light. Um... Oh, I can go all night. Yeah, I know you could. So <laughs> I have two, um, but like one of them, okay. OP and ED, Fullman Alchemist Brotherhood has so many. Yes. And a couple of them, well, it's really just one, uh, the Let It All Out. Um, okay. That track at the end of, uh, I think it's like part two or three, not the mm-hmm. Full Metal Hat. It's like in, in one of the uh, earlier mid arcs. There's a track called Let It All Out on the ED for uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood that I... I believe it's two. It just has such great needle drops, and it just works with the vibe of the season that it's capturing. It's I just love it so much. And uh, Lost in Paradise, Jujutsu Kaisen. 
Oh my god! The Tremendous. the first ED they do, I thought is like it's really hard to beat. Mm-hmm. So those are my two. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Revengers, man, what a what a track! The OPA, <laughs> yeah, the OPA for Tokyo Revengers is nah, you're is right about awesome. That. that is good. Um, ah, my god, I could I could I literally Vinland Saga, both one you know seasons one and two. Mm, uh, that's true. Jujitsu Kaisen. Um, Oh my God! Doctor Stone has oh, absolute classic OPs and EDs. Very, very good. Like you know, like it's did you, did I, yeah, very, very, very good tunes. Did you ever try Parasite the Maxim? It's it's on the list. You know, it's uh, okay because it yeah. has like a metal screamo OP and it's very fun. Yeah, that, oh, that's oh that one has such a fun OP. If you haven't seen that show, Abenek Parasite the Maxim, check that shit out. It's on Crunchyroll. Parasite mm. spelt with a Y, where the I should mm. be. It's really good. Oh, 86 had a really good one in oh, recent 86 memory. had great ones. I had a, um, and also I think one of probably my all-time favorites is both seasons 1 and 2 uh, OPs and the EDs for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I I really yeah, like those. Well yeah. Okay, I think that's a strong yeah. place to finish. Yeah, thanks so. Um, I think so. Yeah, good questions. We'll put uh, if you want to get your questions answered next week or whenever, just head to the uh, part-time otaku podcast instagram page we post them on mondays uh and our stories hit us up there we'll likely answer um thank you for listening again if it's your first time listening to the show we're going to do this every you know once a week we'll probably continue to drop on wednesdays um subscribe follow rate us on itunes apparently that's a thing or like the podcast page i don't know more than you than i thought listening to us on apple Podcasts, which is weird to me but fine um I think that's it. Grant, say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers. <laughs>